Welcome into the newest episode of Side Mission. Like always, I'm your host, Rusty Ellis, joined by just two of the boys, Kyle and Matt. You know, it's almost like the good old days when there was only three of us to begin with. It really is. <laughs> it's almost like the good old days, these last couple episodes. It's been peaceful. I don't know why that is. I don't know. Well, anyways, <laughs> we're talking about episode eight of The Last of Us. And, uh, fellas, I have to say, there, there, was a, there was a lot of hype. A lot of hype coming into this episode. Obviously, yeah. the winter section in the game is one of the, I think, one of the best parts, if not the best part of the game. And I think that there are some things that this episode does really well. I think there are other things that the episode absolutely fell short in. And there were there's absolutely one story element of this that was 100% forced that felt completely unnecessary. We'll get that out of the way first so we can go ahead and get into the actual critique. Um... The decision to make David some kind of pastor it feels like a very, very forced shot at Christianity, and I have given this show a lot of credit. It stayed away from being really, I don't want to say controversial, that seems like an overreaction, but the show's done a good job of kind of staying away from subject material like that, and in my opinion, not only did that feel forced, and I'm interested to hear what you two think as well, um, I don't think it added anything to the character. I think that it did exactly what they wanted it to do and that I think it's going to make certain people mad and it's going to make certain people cheer. Uh, didn't work for me. I'm interested to hear what you think. Kyle, you first and Matt, just kind of did that work at all for y'all or am I or am I alone here? I honestly did not really care for it that much. Uh, I thought that David from the game was fine. He didn't really, I think, need... Um, a lot of reasoning other than he's desperate, he has a group that he's trying to survive with, and the only thing he knows about Joel and Ellie is that they killed uh, some of their group members. I thought that that was, you know, enough incentive to kind of show the other side, show that, you know, they're not just doing this because they're evil. And, you know, once it actually gets into it and you see the big twist, that's when you learn, oh, wow, these guys really are evil, and none of it really needed to have some sort yeah. of religious overtone. Uh, I thought it was I, very no, forced. Yeah, to me, it didn't really provide much to the character himself, because anyone who's played the game already knows what this whole, uh, what, what this whole episode is setting it up to be, and... Just, uh, I don't know, I guess I really wanted to add that uh, from teacher to preacher line from Ellie or something. Um, but it's, it, it, I always see this happen in media where it's always like, and it's, it's always this moment, I call it the where's your God now moment, where there's a character who, you know, has religious beliefs like David does in this show. And there's just always that character, whereas Ellie was basically being like, oh, you know, you believe in that shit, you know, that kind of thing. No, 100%. Just, I agree. I'm just always like, there's always this throwaway line that has to come come, come at religion. Now, I'm not saying that this is what they did on purpose, was to come at, you know, Christianity. But it was just such an odd choice to make because the game already set up David as quite the antagonist for Ellie and Joel in this section. So, again, just like with you two, it didn't really do much for me as far as his character goes, but I mean, he was he was very well portrayed as evil. He even had his whole line of talking about how he was the shepherd, and the people in his, his group were the sheep, and they, you know, I was like, you know, I've heard that one before, so yeah. 
you know, it, it's so it's so overplayed just hearing that kind of thing. <laughs> no, and that's so my whole take, and we talked before we got on here to record, my whole thing was David in the game, and I know that I've very much been on the kick of if you want the game, play the game. I think that this game, this show has done a really good job of deviating from the game in several different aspects um, throughout the first eight episodes. I feel like they've done a really good job. Um, this is the first episode where I felt like, okay, maybe staying a little bit closer to the subject material and the source material would have helped you out a little bit because David in the game has more of a survivor vibe. There's none of this. He's evil because, well, he believes in God. That's why he's evil. Like there's none of that. He's evil because he's in trying to do what he needs to do to survive. He's turned to cannibalism. And he's got this group that has turned to cannibalism. And that's an evil enough premise for me that adding the religious aspect kind of felt feels like an unwarranted and unnecessary shot. Um, and it's really not a shot at religion, because I'm going to be honest, it's a conversation a lot of people are not ready to have. It's not a shot at religion. It's a shot at one belief system. So we'll move on from that. But uh, as far as things that worked in this episode... And this is something I think we all agree on. I love the way that they are using characters or using voice actors from the game. I think that Troy Baker was phenomenal. This episode is James didn't have a lot to do. Didn't have a lot to say, but I feel like when he was on screen again, you have to give these voice actors props because, and Matt, you could talk a little bit about this. Give them props because this is not what they're norm. They're used to doing. Voice actors are very much used to just being that, just a voice. And instead, having to portray a character on screen, there's a whole, you have to find the mannerisms, you have to find how they walk, how they talk, you have to find all of that. And I feel like every actor from the game has done a good job of that so far. Yeah, definitely. I'd say uh, Troy Baker did a a great job with James, as we talked about. Um, I I feel like he's definitely in his element because when they are recording the lines and getting the the movement and all of that for the the games, you know, they are doing the motion capture. So they are pretty much put in a scenario, but, you know, they're not being they're not being filmed like you are when you're filming a TV show. So there's an extra layer that goes into it when it comes to being, you know, filmed on a camera and, you know this can be edited and all that um, and, and, you know, put on the, sh- put on the episode. So I think with, you know, w- the character he was given, I think he played him really well. Um, there's always that, you know, that, that sense of, um, of doubt in David yes. that James has. And Troy Baker did such a great job at portraying that doubt, even where, you know, David himself has to be like, you know, do you still trust me? And yes, one, one thing I will say is uh, in that final section, uh, in the in the episode, right before James, you know, gets chopped in the neck, um, <laughs> there was legitimately like there was a lot of fear in James because I mean I don't think he technically agreed with what they were doing, even though throughout the episode, you know, he he pretty much applied he did want to kill Ellie. So I don't I I don't know I, I didn't feel like he necessarily was wanting to do what they were fixing to do, but then that that the fear in his eyes like I love the I love the big reveal where Ellie's like I'm also bit you know I'm bit you know I've been bitten. And like, I, I like the facial expression. Like you, you can read it on um, Troy Baker's face. You know, James's face. I is I, I'm I'm kind of like getting the actors and the characters mixed up here. No, you're doing good. For for I don't know if this is his first time doing acting in a show. I've not seen a lot of things with Troy Baker outside of video games. But if this was his first time, like on a TV show, um, I thought he did a great job. 
No, I do too. I, I think he I think he did a really, really good job. I think that was actually one piece of character that they did kind of stick with the game and the source material on was James is like that in the game as well. He very much doubts David's leadership in the game, and that's prevalent throughout the entire winter section where after you meet David, you know, it's prevalent the entire time. He doubts that they should go and give Ellie medicine. He doubts that they should keep her alive, and then he's not really 100% sold that they should kill her. So I think that they did a good job of kind of keeping that element alive. Uh, Kyle, let's talk about kind of the final confrontation in this in this episode because... Again, there are parts of this episode that work. And I think that the interactions between David and Ellie that are calm, that are more just them talking, I feel like those interactions are fantastic. And I think you agreed with me on that. For me, where everything starts to lose it a little bit is when all the yelling starts. That, for me, is where I just kind of, I kind of check out a little bit, and it just, it, it feels more like a caricature than a character that's being played. Right. Yeah, I think that there were there were some there was some stuff in this episode that they skipped over and I think they shouldn't have. Um I would have absolutely substituted the entire church scene for David and Ellie fighting the infected to yes. kind yes. of try and build that bond before revealing that oh, I know that you're the person who killed my men, you know. And the entire fight scene at the end felt kind of short. Like it felt I, rushed. Yeah, very I, rushed. I know that in the in the game, obviously, you, you know, you you go out and hit him, and then you go hide again. And in the show, that wouldn't be really realistic because you just follow her. But they could have at least you know traded blows back and forth, or you know, a little bit more than just you know one stab and then he pins her before she ends up grabbing the cleaver and hacking him apart. There wasn't really a lot of, you know, back and forth between them in that scene. Like there was in the game. Um, it was mostly just him yelling to her and then she just comes out and stabs him. And, you know, I, I think that as a whole, they, this, this episode needed more David and Ellie interactions and what they gave us, I mean, I'm not, I wouldn't say disappointed by, but I think I feel just there should have been more. Like I said, the whole scene where David and Ellie fight the infected would have been cool. And it would have been another, you know, scene where they could have shown, they didn't have to have a horde of infected on screen. It could have been another scene where they show, they're just, they just get attacked, uh, they get attacked by like five or ten and, you know, really make them struggle against it to show that just a few of these infected are a big deal. You know, uh, I think skipping over that and choosing to include a very forced scene with the church and him, like, taking off his glove and, you know, smacking that girl, it was a little awkward because I just didn't really understand the direction that was coming from. Uh, I felt like that wasn't so much desperation as it was I'm I'm just controlling I you know I, I'm just you know gonna be the big bad guy here and David in the game was like we said doing things out of desperation this didn't really feel like that 
he wasn't doing things out of control. Yeah, one hundred percent. I think that you're spot on with that, Kyle. You just said that uh, you wouldn't say you were disappointed. I'll, I'll say it. I was disappointed by this episode. I'll say it. I don't have a problem owning that because I and I'm not saying that you do necessarily. Um, I just I I I rewatched the episode because I was like maybe maybe I missed something. Maybe I was tired and I wasn't paying great attention. Maybe there was something I missed. And I went back and watched it and I was just like, you know, it just doesn't work. It just doesn't work because I will say there are moments, again, moments where I'm like, okay, this feels very, very spot on. One of them is the the whole conversation, the first conversation that Ellie and David have when they they're in that little that in the, that little rundown building with the fire waiting for uh, James to get back with the medicine. You know, at that point in the game, you you really kind of trust David. You don't feel like he's up to no good. And in this one, the conversation is very much like, huh, how could this dude be a jackass? How could he be a cannibal? Like, I don't I don't see this guy yeah. being the villain. And then obviously everything gets flipped on its head. He reveals, like, oh, by the way, uh, we sent a bunch of people into town. Only one, only, you know, X amount of them came back. And the funny thing is, the crazy man that killed him was traveling with a little girl. Yeah. And it, it hit just like the game, in my opinion. That line hit. As did the line of Ellie breaking his finger and saying Ellie is the name of the little girl who broke your fucking finger. There are <laughs> things there are things that work. But it just it, it it feels like there's just a little bit missing. And that little bit that's missing is substituted for other things that just didn't land with me. Um, or based on the sound of it, didn't land with us really as much as I think it may have landed for other people. And again, if there are if there are people that this landed with, good for you. I hope you enjoyed the episode. It just it didn't it didn't work for me. It didn't work for me. I just kind of feel like Kyle, you've been spot on this whole time. There's something missing, and I think that that something is that again we see next to no infected. And I, I will say. And Matt, I know you have something to add, and then I'll, I'll get off my soapbox. <laughs> I think that an issue that I saw someone bring up a few episodes ago was my problem is in this world where the infected are made out to be this big, gigantic threat, and they have been, outside of Left Behind, it's been since episode five since the infected were really that dangerous, and episode, yeah. episode seven was only one infected. Yeah, that that to me, that to me, at a certain point, at a certain point, we're hearing a lot about the infected. We're hearing a lot about it, but it's not being shown. And and I just had something else pop into my mind. But Matt, I want to get to what you had to add because I'm interested to hear what you have to say. Uh, well, just to kind of, so it, it almost seems like they kind of blew their load with the infected earlier because you know we've already seen the clickers, the runners, yes. the stalkers, and the um the the bigger guys, the bloaters. Yeah. But I want to say that one thing I was disappointed about in this episode is how downplayed the cannibalism was. Very much so. Very much so. I remember, because in the game, you know, literally, David just flat out, I mean, James is flat out butchering a body in front of Ellie. It's not even subtly hitted at, you know, that they're cannibals. Yes. Like, it is It is flat out in your face. You know exactly what these people are. Um, And the fact that, like... uh. If I remember correctly, there were like in the whole scene where they were, you know, about to butcher Ellie, there are bodies hanging. Like, you know, Ellie sees bodies yeah. of these people who have been butchered. Oh, it's like a people. it's like a meat market, yeah. 100%. Exactly. And none of that was there. I wouldn't have had even known that they were cannibals had I not played the game 
up until the point where Ellie sees the ear. I would have been super confused about like what's so bad about these guys. They just you know they they're just a group trying to survive. So something else that I had just popped into my head, and and this is, it's not really popped into my head. I thought about it, but I kind of just forgot to bring it up when I was talking until you know just now. Um, there is something that the game did really really well that I feel like this episode did not do well. And that's that there is a hint in the game at the idea, and it's hinted at very subtly, that David was very much going to, and I I don't know how, we're listed as explicit on Spotify, so I don't think there's a problem with me using this word. Um, Basically, it's it's hinted at very subtly in the game that David is going to rape Ellie. It's hinted at very, very subtly. And I don't think that it worked him being just outright about it in the episode. Because for me, as a writer, it's I'm more of a show me the actions, don't tell me the actions. Don't tell me what you're going to do. Like, let your actions speak. And I'm not saying that, oh, in the episode, they should have had him rape her. No, I'm not saying that whatsoever. I just feel like it being more demonstrative, it being more direct, it just, again, it didn't have that same effect That's at all. You know, it, it again, it feels, I don't want to say forced, because, again, in the game, it is hinted at. I'm not going to sit here and pretend in the game that it's not hinted at. It is 100% hinted at in multiple lines of dialogue. But here, he he basically all but says that he's going to do that to her. Yeah. And I just, I just don't, I, Kyle, it, again, just add it to the list of things that I just, it didn't work. It felt, I don't know, it, it felt just a little bit too vulgar, I guess. Because, like you said, in the game, they definitely hinted at it. And, uh, you know, it's another one of those factors that you can add right on top of why David is such a monster, you know. But it, I don't know, they almost, like, reversed because with the cannibalism, it was very hinted at. And with David and Ellie, I mean, that was, he all but says it. It was just right out there. I mean, I, I agree. I think that, you know, also in the game we don't really see any of the civilians i don't think so as far i'm glad as, you brought this up i'm glad as, you brought this up as far as we know in the game everybody knows about the cannibalism and they're you know they've just accepted it because they're not hiding it like you like matt said there were bodies just hanging there around where ellie was being kept and I don't think they really needed to add on. I think it would have been better if David wasn't hiding the fact that they were eating people. If everybody knew, because it really sets an effect that, you know, it's not just David that's this desperate. It's this entire group. David's just their leader, but everybody's willing. Everybody's participating in the cannibalism, and, you know, that's... I think a little bit scarier than just one or two guys who actually know what's going on, you know? And And I yeah, I agree. Yeah, like that and the other thing that I really wished we had seen more of was Joel's journey to Ellie. Yeah, Joel's barely in the episode. Pedro Pascal just and I get it that this part of the game he does kind of get sidelined a little bit. But my God, this episode, he's barely in it. And Pedro Pascal has been one of the best parts of the show. I just hate that. 
again, like last episode, I understood why he wasn't in it. The last episode was about Ellie and Riley, was about Left Behind. That makes 100% sense. I don't know, this one, like, Joel does have a presence in the winner section in the game, and it's just, it's kind of weird how they omitted some things and other things they kind of added. Like, you know, for example, David doing what he was going to do to Ellie, hinted at in the game very subtly, very, very direct in the show. Cannibalism, very, very direct in the game. It's in your face in the game. And they just kind of dance around it in the show. Like, they just kind of, they, 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 it's like they refused to go all in on it. And it's like, at a certain point, I think that this show has been a hit. It's been a masterpiece so far. And I think that if I had to rate this episode, I'd still give it probably an 8 out of 10. It's better than a lot of other shows that are out right now as far as, you know, their worst episodes. I think that there are maybe one or two episodes worse than this one that have come out. But I don't know. I, I personally felt very, very disappointed by this because I feel like this should have been the best episode. And it just, there are so many things that just did not work as a whole. But show's not over. The show is not over yet because next week, or I guess later this week, really, I don't know why I said next week. It's not next week at this point. Uh, later this week, we'll get the season finale of season one of The Last of Us. We pretty much know what's going to happen. The interesting part is we've seen Troy Baker. We've seen Jeffrey Pierce. We've seen Merle Dandridge, and I'm sure we're going to see more of Merle Dandridge, of course. If we don't, there's a problem. Uh, we're going to see Ashley Johnson in this episode, who is the original voice of Ellie. And supposedly, she is going to be playing Ellie's mom. So that, I feel, and Matt, you can talk about that a little bit or how much you're looking forward to that, because I feel like that's a really interesting wrinkle, because we've never seen Ellie's mom. So that, I think that's really interesting. Yep, I, I think it is, it's going to add a whole entire new layer to Ellie, especially uh, seeing, you know, what her mom went through while she was pregnant with Ellie and leading to Ellie's birth and then just how Ellie ended up in the situation that she's at. So I hope that they really do, like... I guess I, I kind of feel like maybe the episode is going to begin with this because this is the last episode. I think so too. Episode, and the way that the, uh, the episodes have been opening are completely different stories to what's going on and how we're used to it from playing the game. So I feel like the episode will open with like a look into the past with Ellie's mom. So I, I really would like to see what they're going to do with that storyline and see what it adds to the overall, like overarching plot. So, um, yeah, I'm really excited to see her as a, and just like we got Troy Baker, I'm really, you know, interested to see Ashley, you know, acting. You know, the funniest thing about all of this, and y'all are going to, y'all are going to, this is going to blow your minds, maybe, unless you already knew this. So for Troy Baker, this that's probably the first time any of us saw him on the big, like, you know, in live action acting. That's, that's, you know, probably the first time. Do you guys know that all three of us have seen Ashley Johnson in a movie before? So we have. So go and look this up. This is one of the, I noticed this, I think a year or so ago, because I was watching through all the Marvel movies again. Ashley Johnson plays a random civilian that is interviewed on the news at the end of the first Avengers movie. No way. <laughs> uh, I'm, so, I'm so dead ass. Like, go, go look up the ending, like, after the Battle of New York and all that. Go look in, like, like the aftermath, like, all the TV, the news reports. And I, you will be you will be shocked when she pops up on the screen. I've looked it up. It is her. That's Hold on, cool. is she the one that Cap saved? That was talking about Cap saving her. 
Yes, that is her. <laughs> okay, okay, wow. Like, I remember watching through it and being like, huh, she looks familiar. And then I looked it up, I was like, oh, that's Ellie, huh? <laughs> that makes sense. Fair enough. So, yeah, good. I, I really, I can't believe it took so long to notice that, because the first Avengers film came out, what, 2011, 2012? Something like that? I mean, it, it, it came out around the same time as the game. So it's, I don't know, it's just interesting. I, I didn't think that anybody would have noticed that. I don't know how I remembered it, to be honest with you. But I think that is a good spot to wrap this episode up. So that is going to do it for this episode of Side Mission. Be sure to check us out on Twitter at Side Mission Pod. You can follow us on Facebook as well at Side Mission Podcast. For the boys, for Kyle, for Matt, I'm Rusty. Thanks for listening.